News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Zealand uh, passed a law to stamp out tobacco smoking over time by imposing a lifetime ban on young people buying cigarettes in that country. So should Ireland follow suit? I'm joined by consultant in paediatric respiratory medicine at, uh, and the, her, the chair of Children's Health Ireland, um, uh, Professor Des Cox and also the spokesperson of smokers' rights organisation Forrest, John Mallon. I'll come to you first of all, Des, if I may. Do you think this is a good move by New Zealand? Yeah, thanks, Kira. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, over time, um, the phasing out of tobacco products is a good idea. Um, obviously, the implementation of it and how you go about it, um, there's probably different ways of doing it. What, what New Zealand are proposing is banning the sale of tobacco products to anyone uh, born after 2009. But they're also introducing a number of other measures, including decreasing the amount of nicotine in the, it's been sold in tobacco products and also they're proposing decreasing the number of retail product retail uh, brands um <clears throat> shops that can actually sell tobacco products so so overall this this is a very uh, broad and very brave measure um but Certainly, um, you know, tobacco kills one and two users. So anything that can decrease uh, the rate of uh, tobacco usage in Ireland is is very much welcomed. OK, so significant limitations put on there across the board. Um, John, do you agree with Des? Is, is, is it reasonable to, to limit tobacco sales in this way, considering how detrimental it is to people's health? I think it's, it's absurd, uh, Kira, and thank you for the invitation to come on. Uh, what, what this means uh, today is that 15-year-olds in New Zealand won't be allowed to buy cigarettes. Well, I would think that that law is already in place for them. But banning adults from, from, uh, from buying tobacco or banning anyone from buying tobacco just drives the demand into the hands of, of, of the illicit trade. And the illicit trade will happily sell tobacco in, in, in units of 200, so you can smoke uh, much more, and um, you'll get it at half price. It seems silly that you would, you would drive it in that direction, but the governments, of course, around the world have created a huge profit uh, motive for, for the illicit trade. And you're, if you think about it, you're kind of infantilizing future generations. You're saying you can, you can buy alcohol at 18, drive a car, you can, you can vote or join the army, uh, you can even get married, um, but you can't buy cigarettes. Uh, they'll get their hands on them if they want them. But we already uh, say that about some things, Des, uh, John, rather. We already say that maybe about heroin, for example. We might say, well, you can't buy heroin, not legally anyway. So are we not just putting tobacco in with, with other drugs that are, are harmful? You know, we, we already do this with other things. Is it, is it unreasonable? Well, you see, I would say here, uh, looking at over the last few years, uh, you're looking at uh, tobacco becoming unpopular of natural causes anyway. And I would imagine it it would probably be far better if instead of the government setting a tobacco-free target, that people in their own lives set it. Then it'll get done, and it'll get done voluntarily. This is coming up with all sorts of schemes and ideas and introducing laws and bans and all the rest of it. Uh, I mean, how do you you police stuff like this? We've, We've enough problems on the streets without policemen going into shops to find out who's buying tobacco. It, it just it doesn't make sense. And what's a poor retailer supposed to do? Um, all the way around, this, this, this constant attack on tobacco just makes it more popular. It's the old forbidden fruit all idea, right. really. Let, 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 let me bring Des back in. Des, uh, do, you, do you accept that, that this is infantilising people and that this will drive it into, the, I yeah. suppose, the black market and, and the illicit criminal yeah. uh, uh, market for, for, for drugs in general? 
the, fir- the first thing I'd say is that um, <clears throat> we're failing um, uh, to, to help people quit smoking here in Ireland. Uh, the latest Healthy Ireland uh, survey uh, from this year showed that we're, our tobacco rate is still at 18%, which is stalled. So um, the first thing we do, we're not doing enough to help people quit uh, smoking here in Ireland. So we need to do more. So we need to think about and consider these brave moves that New Zealand are considering. The second thing in regards to uh, the illicit trade, and there's good research to show now that despite Ireland's uh, significant increases in their price of tobacco products in Ireland, we haven't noticed a significant increase uh, coinciding with the illicit trade. So that, that's an argument that's often used by the tobacco industry to to when they want to counteract government policies as such as the one being proposed in New Zealand. Look, the, the, we need to do more, and and the, the idea that that, that you can't you can't drink when you're you know, obviously, and, and other other things. I mean, tobacco, if it was uh, put on the market today, would not be made legal. That's the bottom line. Um, it's it's a, it's a dangerous product. Uh, most smokers, when you talk to them, um, want to quit. And 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 actually, it, this is a measure that actually is well supported in Ireland. The HSE did a survey earlier this year, and eighty three percent of people surveyed pre- supported the okay. idea of phasing let, out tobacco products. Let me go to the the last word to you, John. Do you accept that maybe sparing future generations? generations, the addiction of tobacco might be a good thing? Well, I come back to it again, um, Professor Cox, I I know he means well, but he he started out by saying we're not doing enough, um, meaning the the authorities and the government. Why don't you educate people and let them make their choices and they'll do enough? It's their lives you're talking about really after all. And instead of constantly introducing restrictions and bans and stuff, why don't you let people, if if you... equip them with the right knowledge, the right education. They'll make their own decisions. They'll make the right decisions. This is preventing them from doing something that perhaps they want to do. And that's always going to create problems. All right. Look, thank you both very much for speaking to me this morning. That is the chair of the policy group on tobacco at the Royal College of Physicians in Ireland, Professor Des Cox and John Mallon, who is the spokesperson for Forrest. Let us know what you think. Would you like to think that future generations won't be smokers that they well they might be smokers if they buy it illicitly but but that's the same with all I suppose illegal drugs at the moment but would you like to think that we won't introduce them to 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 cigarettes in shops and pubs in the way that previous generations were what do you think about that this morning 53106 at a cost 30 center tweet us here on NT breakfast News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.